Well, what do you know? It's my favorite time of the day. It's time for the Lord of the Storm podcast, a charming little show where we read one chapter of the Bible and sit around and discuss for a couple of minutes what spoke to me from it and any thoughts that it has provoked. And hopefully it's sparking some thoughts in your mind too. Thanks for joining me today. I'm your Bible reading friend, Dan Parr, and today we are looking at Matthew chapter 23. I encourage you to turn there now in your Bible, and of course, I'll be reading from what I like to call the fantastic, easy to understand and read, or E-U-R Bible, that I've put together, recorded, and am selling on Amazon. Today is Pharisee Day in our reading. Jesus tells us his thoughts on them and the teachers of the law. So let's pray as we ask God to bless this reading. Father, help us to learn from you and what you would be saying to us as we approach you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Matthew 23. Then Jesus spoke to the crowd and to his disciples, saying, The experts in the law and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. So do the things they tell you, but don't do what they do, for they don't do what they say. For they tie heavy burdens that are hard to carry on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not lift a finger to help them. But they do all their works to be seen by men. They wear wide prayer boxes with scripture verses inside and wear robes with long tassels and love the place of honor at the feasts, the best seats in the synagogues, the greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called rabbi. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, the Christ, and all of you are brothers. Don't call any man on earth your father, for there is one who is your father. It is he who is in heaven. And don't be called masters, for there is one who is your master, the Christ. But he who is greatest among you will be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. There is agony awaiting you, experts in the law and Pharisees. You are hypocrites. You devour widows' houses, and as a con, you make long prayers, so you will receive greater condemnation. There is agony awaiting you, experts in the law and Pharisees. You are hypocrites. Because you shut the door of the kingdom of heaven to people, for you don't enter in yourselves, and neither do you allow those who are entering in to enter. There is agony awaiting you, experts in the law and Pharisees. You are hypocrites, for you travel around by sea and land to make one disciple, and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as you are. There is agony awaiting you, blind guides, who say, Whoever swears by the temple, it means nothing. But whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obligated. You blind fools, which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold? And you say, whoever swears by the altar, it means nothing. But whoever swears by the gift that is on the altar, he is obligated. You blind fools, which is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifies the gift? He who swears by the altar swears by it and everything on it. He who swears by the temple swears by it and by God who has been living in it. He who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by God who sits on it. There is agony awaiting you, experts in the law and Pharisees. You are hypocrites, for you tithe mint, dill, and cumin, and have left undone the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. You should have done these without leaving the others undone. You blind guides who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. There is agony awaiting you, experts in the law and Pharisees. You are hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but inside are full of greed and unrighteousness. You blind Pharisee, 
First clean the inside of the cup and the platter, so that its outside may become clean also. There is agony awaiting you, experts in the law and Pharisees. You are hypocrites. You are like whitened tombs, which on the outside look beautiful, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. In the same way, you outwardly appear righteous to men, but inwardly are full of hypocrisy and sin. There is agony awaiting you, experts in the law and Pharisees. You are hypocrites. For you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the tombs of the righteous and say, if we had lived in the days of our fathers, we wouldn't have been participants with them in the blood of the prophets. So then, you testify to yourselves that you are children of those who killed the prophets. Finish then what was started by your fathers. You serpents, you son of vipers, how will you escape the judgment of hell? So I will send you prophets, wise men, and teachers. Some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you will beat in your synagogues and persecute from city to city. As a result, on you will come all the righteous blood shed on the earth, from Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berechiah, whom you killed between the sanctuary and the altar. Most definitely, I tell you, all these things will come upon this generation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I would have gathered your children together, even as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you would not. Look, your house is left deserted. For I tell you, you will not see me from now on until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Well, after hearing all of that, I just want to say, yikes. This is some of the strongest rebukes that we hear from Jesus to the Pharisees and the experts in the law. For they knew what to do, but didn't do it. They would tell others what to do, but wouldn't do anything to help them. Their goal wasn't actually to help anyone. They only wanted to be seen and to be honored by men. They wanted to feel important. They could care less about the people. And Jesus comes along and he is the exact opposite of that. He came to help. He came to show people how to live. He didn't seek any honor or glory for himself, but instead he pointed people to glorify God and honor him. And repeatedly in this chapter, he calls them hypocrites and he warns them that they're going to get what is coming to them because their actions are actually preventing people from coming to God. And then he lets them know that they are completely off base with their practices and traditions, saying that in essence, the gold in the temple is more important than the temple, and the gift on the altar is more important than the altar. They were emphasizing the physical or material things instead of the holy or spiritual things. So he goes on to tell them that while they look good on the outside, they're actually full of sin and are dead inside. But I like how he concludes it. He tells them, even though that you have acted like this, evil, hypocrites, I would have loved to have gathered you under my wing. I would have loved to protect you and nurture you and set your path straight, but you would have nothing to do with it. God is full of compassion, and even though we may be hypocrites and evil, he still wants to have a relationship with us. Why? Because he's full of love. He loves us so much that he is willing to take all of our sin, deceit, and filth upon himself and forgive us if we're willing to let him. I don't know where you are today, but if you are feeling any conviction about what Jesus is saying in this chapter, go to him. Let him take you in and cleanse you. Maybe it's not you that need to hear it, but maybe you know someone that does. Start praying for them daily that the Lord would open their eyes to the fact that they are sinners in need of a Savior, just like we were before we accepted Jesus. 
He loves you. He loves them and wants all of them to turn to him for the compassion and forgiveness that only he can provide. Let's pray. Father, we hear these words and we know that if you are convicting us, it's because you love us and want us to see that you can change us and make us new through what Christ has done for us on the cross. Father, for those who don't know you yet as Savior, help us to reach out to them in love. Give us the words to say so that they could see their condition and that you are the only one who can save them and give them eternal life with the Father. Open their eyes and their hearts and use us as you see fit. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it has been good to be with you today. Thank you for your faithfulness and tuning in. And if there are others who would benefit from hearing God's word, share this podcast with them. We know Jesus could return at any time, and we want to make sure that we're doing all that we can to reach those who need him. Well, I'm looking forward to talking to you again next time, and I'm looking forward to seeing you then. God bless.